Yeah, people, it's Wednesday, which means another chin check coming straight at you, baby. And today we are looking at that. You know what I mean? Ortega Korean Zombie card That's got some tight fights on it So if you want to know where to uh, You know what I mean? Flutter some cash Sit back and let's get to it Kid Okay people So It is about to go down Real soon, people. Real soon. And, yo, it's a fun card, right? It's a real fun card. So, we need to see what the hell is going to happen, right? What the hell is going to happen when Korean Zombie locks horns with Brian Ortega? Because... Yo, you know what I mean? Hey, anything could go down. It's a fun-ass card. And there are a lot of just great friggin' fights. You know what I mean? There are some great fights on this one, people. So, let us look ahead to the prelims for UFC on ESPN+. Plus. 38. Alright. So we're gonna start off with Said Numag Omendov against Mark Siegel. So this is a bantamweight clash. Alright, and um, you know, Said is 13 and 2. He is coming off a loss in his last fight, which uh Oosh was December, right? December UFC on ESPN plus 23 against Rayoni Barcalos. Hmm, yeah, it was a decision, all right? So that was his third fight in the UFC. He won his first two against Justin Scoggins and Ricardo Ramos, you know? Um... Hey, looking at his career, right? He's um he's got a few submissions, a couple of TKOs, you know? But yeah, a lot of the fights do go to decision. He's a grinder, right? He's a grinder. Now, he is stepping in there with Mark Siegel. Who's 18 and 2 with one no contest, 
right? He's on a four fight win streak right now. Four fight win streak. And he finally makes his UFC debut. Because remember, he was meant to be fighting in August. But, um, oh, I bet, I think Tamir Valev, he, I think he got COVID. I think that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be his UFC debut, people. Going to be his UFC debut, right? And, um, yeah, looking at things, he does, hey, he likes a submission, likes a submission, right, it looks like a rear naked choke is his uh, vintage of choice, but he's got like armbar, key lock, scarf hold, you know, he, he he has thrown in a few different ones, you know, he's got the scarf hold a couple of times, there's a guillotine up in there as well, so, um, yeah, you know, it's interesting, now, he's fought in one, right, he's got a, uh, a couple of wins over there, so we know that he has fought on a big stage, because, you know, one is big, people. It is big. Um, so it's going to be interesting. You know, I think that with the grappling and everything like that, I think Siegel might go and get the... Um, I think he might get the upset here, you know? Because, um, you know, I think he's probably had more... Like, he might be a little bit better on the ground... Than Saeed You know it's hard to say You know you, you know, Trying to compare opponents and all of that But yeah I think I'm going to go with Seagull here Right so Then we step to The um, light heavyweight Division and We have got Gadshimadrad And Talugov Against Maxim Grisham Right, so, um, yeah, this, hmm, it's going to be an interesting one, so, Anta Lugov, he's 20 and 7, he's currently on a free fight losing streak, right, so, you know, he came to the UFC in November 2016, won his first two, Right, Marcos Ruggiero de Lima, and then Joachim Christiansen, you know, guillotine, and then a rear naked, but, yeah, you know, he was out for a couple of years, came back in 2018, and, you know, lost that fight, fought again 2019, lost that fight, and then he most recently... In July this year, he lost to Paul Craig in the first round via triangle. So, you know, it's it's a it, this could be a make or break situation for him. So he's you know he's good on the ground, right? He's got arm bars, anacondas, rear nakeds, all of that. He's got a few TKOs. You know, but 
But yeah, it was just that Paul Craig triangle was a little too much. But he will be stepping in there against Maximus, right? Old Grisham, who is 38 and 2. He um he lost his last fight, which was against Marcin Tabora. Uh, so that was at UFC 251, Usman v. Mashtable in uh, Madison Square Gardens. You know, I believe that's when Tabora was under um, Syndicate, right? So that was his UFC debut, right? He's, um, before that, he'd been fighting in the PFL. He was their champion, I do believe. I might be wrong, but I think he was. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at things, I mean, he's got, yeah, you know, he's got some TKOs. He's got some submissions, right? So you know, he knows some stuff on the ground. He, he you know, he. He's kickboxes. So I think it's, it's, you know, I think you've got two, two relatively even guys going at it. You know, two relatively even guys going at it. But I think experience wise, Grisham has got the edge here. You know, Grisham has got the edge, so I think Grisham, I think he might take this one, you know, yeah, I think he might get the job done, alright, so, uh, that people, that leads us to a lightweight clash, right, we've got Fares Ziam, Against Jamie Malkari. So the smile killer. He's 10 and 3. Okay. He's coming off a loss in his last fight. Which was his UFC debut. Alright. So that was at UFC 242. Khabib Poirier. Um, and he lost a decision to Don Madge. Alright. So... Oh, he has been out just over a year. You know, it's been a while. Uh, looking at record, he's got, um, you know, a few submissions, right? A few TKOs. In his, uh, you know, his last win, that was via guillotine. Right? So that was February last year. Um, and he is going up against uh, Jamie McCarkey, right? Who is twelve and three? He's uh, coming off a loss in his last fight. That was to Brad Riddle at UFC two forty three. Whitaker v Adesanya. So really, they've both been out for the same amount of time. You know, essentially. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, you know, when you look at the records, they are kind of similar, right? They've both got a number of TKOs, they both got submissions, right? Um, or I think Malarkey might have a few more, you know, subs, right? He might have a few more subs. Hmm. So I fight might say Malarkey gets the win, right? I think when it comes down to the ground fighting and everything like that, um, yeah, Malarkey might get the edge. Okay, so we then jump all the way to middleweight. We've got Park Jon Young against John Phillips. Okay, so the Iron Turtle is 11 and 4, coming off a win in his last fight. So that was against Mark Andre Barrio. At UFC on ESPN plus 23 And that was in December last year Okay So This will be his third UFC fight He lost his debut To Anthony Hernandez um, That was UFC on ESPN plus 15 August last year You know uh, looking at his record, you know, he's got submissions, he's got some TKOs, yeah, you know, it's kind of balanced, he's got a balanced thing, he's coming out of Korean top team, now he is going up against the Welsh wrecking machine, John Phillips, who is 22 and 10, now, Phillips He's going to, uh, you know, he, he wants a good showing here Because he's coming off that, you know, blitzing by Kamzat Chimave in July, right? He got caught with a dust choke early in the second round So, yeah, he he wants a better visit to Fight Island. You know what I mean? Um and I think as well, you know, he he could be fighting for his contract, right? Because right now he is 4 and 1 in the UFC. No, 1 and 4 even. Yes. One win, four losses. Right, so, um, yeah, he will want a good showing Now, he's, you know, he's won a good few fights with TKO He's got some submissions, but they were way back Right, his last submission was, oh, 2013 So, um, yeah You know, he, like, he can punch hard Right, he won his last fight with an overhand left. Right, so there is that. But I, hmm. man, this is a tough one, you know. This is definitely a tough one. 
you know what though I think That the Iron Turtle Might just get the edge here I mean, he might get the edge. I think Phillips could be a little tense knowing the severity of the fight. You know, that could go against him. So, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Yong Yong. Now, we then drop down to the ladies' flyweight division. We've got Pollyanna Botello. Against Gillian Robertson This is going to be a fun fight people Yeah I am definitely looking forward to this one Sure Botello she is 8-2 She's coming off a win in her last fight Which was against Lauren Muller At UFC 236 Holloway v Poirier 2 Um now that was April last year So she's been out for um, Gosh, nearly a year and a half You know, that's a good while um, Look, she's got some wins via TKO Right, a couple of body kick wins um, Yeah So yeah, she's got that. Now, her opponent, right? The old savage, Chilean Robertson. You know, she's eight and four. She's um, also coming off a win. Um, and that was against Courtney Casey, right? That was Courtney Casey, and that was in June. Right, she got a nice rear naked choke in that third round And she was, yeah, she was doing her thing She was doing her thing So that was June, but she had a grappling match at Submission Underground 17 Which wasn't a bad little showing, right? So, you know, I, I, I think she's probably I, I, I don't know, man, she's... um. You know, she's been fighting a bit more regularly, right? A bit more regularly. So, yeah. And we know what a savage... Yeah, yeah. Pardon the pun, people. But, yeah, we know what she is like on the ground. You know, she's going to be hunting for that submission for sure. So, uh Yeah. I'm going to say that Robertson gets the win. You know, she's fighting with Dean Thomas. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to say Robertson. Okay. So, that then takes us to our main fight on the prelims. We have got Matthias Garmot against Goran... Kuta Lides And this is a lightweight clash Okay So um, The gamer He is 17 and 0 With one no contest So he is on a goddamn streak man He really is on a streak Right He's only lost is in a uh, a grappling clash uh, 
with um, Gary Tonin, right, which, you know, it's Gary friggin' Tonin, so, hey, you can't hold that against him, right, and a no contest was a eye injury in his fight against Norman Park at a KSW40, um, so yeah, he, you know, he's got some submissions, right, he's got a heel hook, he's got a key lock, right, a couple of TKOs, but they were, bruh, 2015, so it's been a while, it's been a while before, you know, since a, a, a proper stoppage. Most of these things are going to decision. And this is his UFC debut. Right? Um, I believe he fights out of um, American Top Team when he's in America. Right? So he's going up against Gorman... Kutadez, right, who is 11 and 2, and he's on an 8 fight win streak, 8 fight win streak, right, and, you know, I, I, I didn't say it, but I figured you'd probably realise, you know what I mean, Garmot is 17, you know, he's on a 17 fight win streak, unbeaten people, now, it's gonna be, you know, it's it's going to be Kaduzitz's UFC debut as well. So that's always nice. Two guys coming in, you know, having that same kind of situation. Um now he's got you know, he's got a few uh TKOs, right? Good few TKOs. Like he he got an arm bar in his first pro fight. <laughs> but um yeah, nothing else since. Mm, you know, it's hard to tell what his ground game would be like. Um hmm, I think that uh Cadiz yeah, I think Cadiz might take this one, people. Right? Um yeah, you know, he's got a good few TKOs and all of that, so yeah, I, I think he's possibly going to uh, get the win, it's going to be interesting, definitely interesting, um, you know, especially with the fact, um, you know, that they're both, their debut, and they're both... Uh, you know, pretty well matched, right, pretty well matched, so yeah, I am gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say that, should be a, an interesting way to lead us into that main card, okay, so the main card starts with um, a bantamweight clash, we got Thomas Almeida against Jonathan Martinez, and, um, you know, Martinez is a, uh, a late replacement, um, hmm, 
I forget for who. <laughs> but he is a late replacement. Uh, so, yeah, let's take a look and see what's going down. Okay? Um, okay, people. So, uh, Thomas, he is 22 and 3. He's coming off two losses right now. And, uh, yeah, he's been out for uh, for a little while. You know? So, um, yeah, Almeida. Man, like, when you think about it, right? So, he has been in the UFC since 2014. Man. You know what I mean? Whew. He's been around for a while, right? And, um, yeah. You know, he, he started off with a five-fight win streak. But he, uh, yeah, you know, he got that vicious loss to Cody Garbrandt. Right? At UFC Fight Night 88. Where I believe Garbrandt... Um, I forget. No, I don't think he did. I was going to say broke his jaw, but I don't think he did. It was just a first-round knockout. So he came back. He beat Albert Morales, you know, later that year. But then he uh, lost to Jimmy Rivera by unanimous decision. But he got whew, viciously stopped by Rob Font at UFC 220. Moya kick v Ungano. So um yeah, we haven't seen Almeida for man over two years. Right? His last fight was January 2018. So it's been over two years. Right? So he, he you know he was scheduled to um come back last year against Marlon Verrera, but you know, injury and, um, yeah, he's just had a tough time. He has had a tough time. Uh, that, yes, he was meant to fight last week. He was meant to fight last week against Alejandro Perez, but Perez got COVID. So, uh, yeah, then the fight got moved to this week against Martin. That's what happened. That's what happened. But. You know, when you take a look at the dragon, okay, so he's 12 and 3, coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Frankie Sines. Man, he came in with that flying knee, took him out in the third round, right? So that fight was in August this year. Now, he has. Oosh, been in the UFC since 2018, you know, he he lost that first fight to Andre Sukamouth, but then he won his next two against uh, Boon Wiyuk and then Lu Pingyang, uh, he lost a split decision to Andre Yule, but yeah, then he came back, that was in February, at UFC 247, but then came back with that huge win over Frankie Sainz. So, 
Whoosh. I mean, this is going to be... Man, this is going to be an interesting fight, right? So, look, Martinez is very durable. Very durable. He's got some submissions. You know, he's got a couple of stoppages. But he's going up against Thomas Almeida. Right? Who he's fought so many at the highest level for so long. And I think it all depends on what Thomas Almeida we see, right? If it's the old Almeida, Almeida's going to win this fight, right? Almeida's going to win this fight. So I think, yeah, that's what it comes down to, really. You know, what kind of mindset is Almeida coming in after the two losses and then just the injuries, you know what I mean? That's the big thing. What what's it gonna be? Because Almeida on his game, man, he can fuck anyone up. Right? So I'm gonna say Almeida comes in hungry, Almeida goes for the win. Right? That's what I'm gonna say here. You know, should be an interesting one. We then go to um our sole welterweight clash on the card. We have got Claudio Silva against James Kraus. Right, so um, Kraus, he's a replacement for Muslim Solokhov. Right, so he took that, I think, on a week's notice. Right, so um, it's going to be interesting. Right. Now, Hannibal, he is 14-1 and one on a 14-fight win streak. Yeah, he's fighting out of American top team. And this will be his whoosh, sit-few of C fight, I believe. Yeah, this will be sit-few of C fight. Now, he last fought. In August last year, he got a rear naked choke first round against Cole Williams. That was UFC on ESPN 5. Right? So, uh, yeah. Now, he has got... Man, I would say in his... um, It's going to say all his... No. So, the first two UFC fights went to decision. But... After that, after that, he just went on a bit of a tear, bit of a tear, and he won the next three via submission, you know, two rear naked chokes, one arm bar, interestingly enough, right, he was the last person, I believe, I do believe he might have been the last person to uh, to beat Leon Edwards. Hmm. Now I might be wrong, but yeah, that's what that's what I think. I think that's what happened. Um, let's just take a quick look at that one, right? 
Church have a little Gandia? Um, no, wasn't the last. He was actually, um, yeah, he was the person to beat Leon on his UFC debut. It was a split decision, but then, you know, Leon won his next two and then lost to Usman. But since then, <laughs> you know, he, Leon has just been on a tear. So, uh, yeah, there is that, people. There is that. But, you know, Silver is, uh, yeah, he's going up against D. James Krause, right, who is 27 and 8, now, he's coming off a loss, which was a split decision to um, Trevon Giles, and to be honest, I thought he won that fight, right, he did step in on short notice, right, he stepped in on short notice with that one, but um, yeah, James Krause is, yeah, he's just a beast. Shane, he is, uh, yeah, very good. Very good. Um, great submissions. You know, he can, uh, he's won by TKO as well a few times. So he is not a pushover. Plus, you know, Krause has, um, Man, he, you know, he's trained, he's been training a whole heap of guys, right, a whole heap of guys, you know, doing his thing, so, uh, yeah, I think that, um, I think Kraus gets the win, you know what I mean, I think Kraus will get the win, people, yep. That's how I think that fight is gonna go down. It's gonna be a fun one. Be fun to see them, you know what I mean, tussling on the ground, testing that jujitsu and all of that. But I think in the end, Kraus will get the nod. So we then jump up to the light heavyweight division. We've got Modest Modasta Bukakis against Jimmy Crute. Which, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, right? So the Baltic Gladiator is 11-2 and two, And he's on a 7-fight win streak Okay, so um, we last saw him at Fight Island, right? He beat Andreas Michalidis, um in July Right, Michaelidis had to retire at the end of the first round. Right, so um, he came to the UFC via Cage Warriors, where he was their, um, you know, he was their middleweight, well, sorry, light heavyweight champion. Actually, I think he might have been two weight as well. I have a feeling he was the middleweight champion as well. As the uh, light heavy, I might be wrong there, but that's I have a feeling that's that was the case. So um, yeah, he has you know 
He has won a lot of fights by TKO. You know, he's only really gone to decision. Um, I think he's gone to decision once. Right? So, he's won by TKO or two submissions. He's got a couple of submissions, rear naked chokes. But, uh, yeah, that's what's happening with him. You know, he does, he, like, he can ground and pound too. Right, which is interesting in regards to this fight because he's going up against the brute Jimmy Crew, who is 11 and 1 and coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Michael Olokajizhkek. So that was Komora in the first round. Um, February earlier this year So he hasn't actually fought with no crowds Right, in this current craziness But, you know, Crew, Man, he you know, he came to UFC via the Contender Series um, In 2018 Right, got a Kimura on Paul Craig Right, stopped Sam Alvey in the first round. Yeah, so we we've seen him fight extremely well, right? Seen him fight extremely well. It's a difficult one, right? So he's had four fights in the UFC. He's won three, lost one, right? Um, and that was via Peruvian necktie. The one thing about Crew is, like, there's times when he, you know, he lets himself get taken down, right? And he'll he'll sit in the he'll sit in their guard for a while, hunting for submissions and stuff like that, which isn't always the best. Isn't always the best. And look, we know Bukowski can win via ground and pound. You know, he looks to stop fights. So, yeah, there is that. Right? I, I think this is this is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be a bit of a war. This is gonna be a bit of a war. Now it's it's tough to tell because we only you know, we saw Bukowski Yeah, just once in the UFC. But I think I think he's, you know, I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to come out blazing. You know, he's seven fights unbeaten. So he is just full of confidence. So, yeah, I think that um, Bukowski is going to get the upset. So, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen there. So we then jump to our co-main event of the evening, people. We have got Jessica Andrade um, making her flyweight debut, right? A flyweight debut, which means she has fought at, uh, you know, strawweight, bantamweight. This is a third division, and she's going up against Caitlin Kajajian. So, let's take a look. You know, Andrade, she is 20 and 8. 
20 and 8. She's coming off a couple of losses, which, you know, it was a split decision to Rose, right? So that was at UFC 251, Usman You know, so she's been to fight Ireland, right? So that was July. And before that, it was, you know, losing the belt to Weili Zhang in August last year. But, you know, the Rose rematch, it was, man, it was close. Because that, you know what I mean, she really owned that last round. You know what I mean? Like, Rose, yeah, she, she won the first two. But it was, I think, so much closer than the first fight, which she won, you know, UFC 237, because up until that moment where she slammed Rose on the head, Rose was piecing her up, but that was not the case in the rematch, right? So we have definitely seen her change things up, like, because, you know, she rushed in with Weili Zhang, that's how she got knocked out. But she was definitely more measured against Rose in the rematch. But, right, more measured. But it wasn't like Marlon Marais, who we saw last week, where she became a little bit tentative. She still went at it. You know, so, um, yeah, we have seen her just, man, she, you know, she can win by punches, you know, she really just, whew, she turned off Karolina Kolkovacic's clock with that one punch knockout in their clash at UFC 228. So, yeah, she's got punching power, right? She's got, you know, she, yeah, she can do stuff on the ground. She's got a, you know, she's got some submissions, right? Got some submissions Been in the UFC since 2013 People Right Which is Man It's crazy right It is crazy But uh yeah she, You know she's fighting at her third weight class Right Against the blonde fighter Who is 14 and 3 And coming off a win In her last fight Right, which was against Antonina Shevchenko, um, who's the sister of the last person to beat her, Valentina. So, um, yeah, this this is an interesting one. This is definitely an interesting one because I think when Chigagian is fighting at her best. We've seen her, you know, she can be very friggin' impressive. But sometimes it's, you know, she seems to phase out of fights, lose her concentration, you know? I And I think she was losing to Calderwood, but it was only because Calderwood... Kind of decided to coast in that last round that she got the win. But we saw her really put on a sublime performance against Jennifer Meyer. 
That was probably her best. Her best we've seen in the UFC. So it really does depend which Chachagian we see. Um, she does fight. She, well, she likes to fight at distance. You know, she does like to fight at distance. But we have seen people get inside. Like um, Jessica Rai. You know, she was able to get inside. Valentina Shevchenko. She was able to get inside. So it can be done. Right? It can be done. So, yeah, that's what makes this real interesting. Hmm. I mean, it's very fucking tough. It's very tough. You know, going off that last round against Rose, going off that, I'm going to say Andrade gets the win. But I think it all depends on the Andrade we see. You know, so I think the weigh-ins are going to tell us a lot. So, hey, maybe I change, right? But right now, right now, I'm going to say Andrade. But, people, that takes us to our main event. Our main event. we got Brian Ortega against the Korean zombie, um, Young Chang Song. Right, so this fight, it's been in the making for a goddamn while. So a goddamn while. And you kind of think the winner of this fight, right, could be the person that challenges Alexander Volkanovsky for that featherweight title next. So I think all the stakes are there. All the stakes are there with this fight. So, let's try and look. Now, T-City, he is 14-1, and one, right? But we haven't seen him since he's lost to Max Holloway, right? Which was UFC 231. They headlined that card. That was December 2018. So, it's nearly been two years, right? Nearly been two years, now we know that you know he um he fights under Ren- Renzo Gracie, Henzo Gracie. Um but Gracie he tested positive for uh COVID, so he won't you know he won't be able to be there. You know, so I think that's a big situation. Right, he's not gonna be there to be in his corner, and he's always been in the corner, so that's important. And uh, let's also remember so he is a jujitsu expert, right? He's got a load of submissions, you know, a load of submissions in the UFC, you know what I mean? Um, but when you think about a lot of the fights, right, a lot of the fights, he was losing until he won, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, uh, Morikano, Morikano was winning that fight until, um, you know, Ortega was able to stop him, also, I think the same with Cub Swanson, right, 
now he caught Frankie Edgar with that upper, you know, that uppercut in that fight. Got the win in the first round. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Now we saw, you know, Holloway just pieced him up with the boxing. Pieced him up with the boxing. So I think that t- gives us an insight. Right, and I think there's been a lot of distractions for um, Ortega coming into this. Right, we've seen him really get, you know, just crazy online. You know, calling Zombie out, going he's hiding from him, which was insane because, you know, there was travel restrictions. Right. Was travel restrictions You know he slapped Like uh, you know Zombies interpreter So we've seen Ortega Kind of Get a little bit Too heated And without you know Gracie in his corner Will he be able to hold it together That's the big thing Now Zombie is 16 and 5 Coming off a couple of wins Right Coming off a couple of wins um, They've both got You know Two um, Two opponents Who uh, They both beat You know Morikano and Edgar But I think when you think about it Like Zombie He's fought more regularly Right, he got the Edgar and Morikano fights last year. You know, both TKOs in the first round. Right, so there is that. There is that, and that's uh, that's pretty big. Hmm. Yeah, and the the interesting thing is actually Ortega stepped in for um. Zombie against his fight with uh, Frankie Edgar <laughs> So yeah, that was that Now, yes, Ortega is a um, a grappling expert You know, he's a black belt and all of that But remember, remember people uh, The zombie was the first person to pull off that twister Right? Leonard Garcia in his UFC debut You know, so uh, There is that Right, I think that's pretty uh, Yeah, that's an important thing to remember Right, he got a dash choke on just Dustin Poirier You know, back in the day UFC on Fuel Free <laughs> Man, that was a good ass while back Yo, he's for Aldo. Yo, he's been in there with some great fighters. Like he was actually winning that um Rodriguez fight. Right? He was winning. If that fight had gone to the judges' cards, which it was going to, right? Zombie would have won. But in that last second of the fifth round, Rodriguez hit that elbow. So, you know, Zombie is, man, he can match Ortega on the ground. Now, Ortega might have the slight edge, but he, you know what I mean? 
Zombie will be able to see what he's trying to do. But on the feet, Zombie's got the clear advantage, I feel. Right? So, I think... I think Zombie takes this. You know, he, he fought mo- most recently. You know, he's got a couple of fights last year. Where, you know, Ortega's two years out. I think he's going to be a little rusty. Now, because... You know, supposedly he's always he's in the gym training all the time, but the big thing he has talked about losing his love for the game and it just coming back, right? So it's mm, how regularly was he in there? And right, this is the big thing. Training is training. It's not, you know, it's not the same, right? So how many times have we heard someone looks? Incredible Incredible in a training room But it's translating that To the octagon So You know There is that But yeah I'm gonna say Zombie Takes it Say Zombie gets to win man But hey It's a fun fight It is a fun fight Looking forward to it I'm looking forward to this card people I really am you know, I think our standout fights, obviously, are going to be the main and the co-main. I think they're going to be fun. But I also think uh, Bukowski crew, that's going to be a good fight, right? I think Robertson Botello, that's going to be fun. Um, I think Zam McCulkery. That's going to be a good one. Mm, and I'll say Silver Kraus. I think they're my picks for the standout fights on this card. But yeah, looking forward to it, people. We've got 11 fights. Um, I think that DC and Anik are uh, calling it. Right? That's what I think is going to happen there. Wonder if we get to see the buffer. Who knows? But people, let's see what the hell happens. All right, cool. I will. Um, yeah. I'll see you again. Um, Friday. That's gonna be the next time we speak. Okay, people. So before we dust this week. Alright, let's take a look at what's happening in the fight world Well, Philip Linz has had to pull out of his fight with Dontail Mays So now in step, Rock Martinez You know, so that's going to be taking place on the 14th of November Now, a couple of weeks later Sean Woodston is going to be fighting Jonathan Pierce That's on the 28th of November Right, also on that card Devin Clark is scheduled to fight Shamil Gamzatov um, we jump to the 12th of December, people. UFC 256. 
Alright, so we got uh, uh, some fights, man. Fights have just been added to this card. Right, we have got um, Jing Ling Lee. He's now down to be fighting Dwight Grant. Right, also on that card, you know. Um, Medelv is out So Martin Vittori Is stepping in To fight Jacare Souza <laughs> That will be an interesting test To see where Vittori is at Right And it has finally Been announced Finally been announced Right Peter Yang Sorry Peter Yang You know He is putting His Bantamweight title On the line For the first time Against Sarah BJJ Standout Aljamain Funkmaster Sterling God damn That's a great fight that is a great fight And hey, I'm gonna say it right now I think we get a new champion I think Aljo is gonna step away with the strap That's right people Now, it'll be interesting to see How this affects the, the Conor Poirier fight Right? Will that go on that card? Will that go on UFC 255? Hmm. Now we jump to January, people. That's right. January. We got two fights to talk about on the 16th. Right? So, first up, Justin Taffer. He is going to be fighting Carlos Felipe. You know what I mean? And Ricky Simone is fighting Brian Keller. That's a good fucking fight That's a good fight people But that is it A lot of fights to look forward to But we will see you on Friday To discuss all the news Alright people We out Peace